When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Live from New York, it's the show that doesn't totally understand the hierarchy of poker he hands. He doesn't know a straight loses to a flush. He's a grown man. This is so like mortifying. Of chance. This is so mortifying. It's <laughs> first things first. Today, Bengals Ravens. Brew believes in both teams. Yeah, I do. But does he believe Lamar can put himself in position to win MVP tonight? Mm. They wouldn't hand him the award tonight, but you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, new segment alert, Chief Concerns. What oh. Nick and I should be worried about Stop. as Chiefs fans in the upcoming Philly KC <laughs> matchup. Like and finally, the most motivational segment in all of sports, it's the Bud List. Yes. Alongside Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilds, and here's the question that I haven't gotten a straight answer to in four months. Brew, anyone on the bubble bud list? Yes. Okay. You know what? You need to say who. The two quarterbacks from tonight almost made it. <laughs> oh, okay. There are Jackson and Joe Burrow. Well, speaking of, we start with Bengals-Ravens tonight. Ravens looking to bounce back from their loss to Cleveland. Cincy at 5-4, and four, looking to stay above water since they are currently in last place. In the AFC North. Nick? Yeah. Do you think the Bengals season is on the line tonight? Of course. Wow. Like, this is not – guys, we were talking about the Bengals being up against it. Mm-hmm. You can't be up against it, then lose two in a row to the teams with which you are competing for the playoffs and then be fine. If they lose tonight, they're 5-5. Five and five. They had higher preseason expectations than the Bills. The Bills fell to 5-5, five and five, and the whole building's falling apart. Yeah. They fired their OC. Josh Allen, does he, can, can he be fixed is the question there. <laughs> the, the, if the, and from a purely ta- like kind of game theory tactical standpoint of, okay, who's the worst of all the 5-5 five and five teams, not from a what-they-can-do perspective, but from the position they're in perspective – all five losses would be conference losses. They would be 0-3 in the division. You only play six divisional games, so even if you swept the rest of your divisional games, you're probably not going to have any tiebreakers there. And, by the way, they have the toughest road of any team remaining even after tonight. Every team they play the rest of the season has a better record than them, except for the Colts, who have five wins, yeah. which is the same amount as the Bengals. Yeah. So it's something. Of course, it's wow. not. Don't be so hold on. swayed. Right? I, I think right. people need to brew. Here's the case I'm trying to make. People need to recognize that both of these things can be true. The Bengals are on a week-to-week basis about as dangerous of a team as anyone in the league, mm-hmm. and at five and five, they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I buy that. 
That That, that is the it. situation they in. And by the way, Brew, I believe, buys it as well. But Brew is right now boxed in of future takes of the Ravens going to the Super Bowl and the Bengals making the AFC title game and the Ravens lost last week, so he can't pick them to lose this week. And so now he's going to thread the needle of the Bengals are going to lose and they're still awesome. You can do it. That's nice try. That's nice try. That is, now you are not in my head. All right. <laughs> they, they are not dead tonight. And I think they will lose. Exactly. But five and five. You don't have to go 12 and 5 to make the playoffs. I told you yesterday, I believe it. They will go 6 and what is it? 5 and 1. 6 no, and six 1. And they one. lose if they tonight. Lose tonight, right. lose tonight I think they'll go 6 and 1. 6 and 1 is Look, you just hold They on. haven't gone 6 and what did, 4. What did they do last year? Well, their quarterback, that's what we have to understand. I, I know you do. But they're re- in the position they are because the quarterback was injured. And he played through it, and he was bad, and they lost. Last year, how many straight games did they win at the end of the year? Seven straight, right? Eight. Eight straight. Eight okay. straight. So it's not but- like it can't be done. They're going to sweep Pittsburgh. Yes, I said it. They swept them two years ago when that. Pittsburgh made the playoffs. We know the one game I got them losing, probably, you know, obviously Kansas City could go either way. But we know they're not afraid of going into Arrowhead. Sure. So they have have one in there in the regular season before. They can do it again. And here's the kicker, Nick. You you mentioned the teams they play. They're all being the playoff hunt. But look at this list of quarterbacks that they are going to face after Lamar. Look at the passer rating ranking. I mean, I'm <laughs> saying, there, there's only one guy on there that scares you, and we all know who it is, Patrick Mahomes. And Josh Dobbs. The rest, no, I mean, Josh not Dobbs. really. Look, Dobbs is playing well, Jamar, but come on. See, can I, Every Josh one of those dudes Except, except Lawrence is could spend their careers can as I a make, backup. That except Mahomes and Lawrence. Can I can I push back on something though? The Bengals right now are five and four, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Your argument, the, not your, not just yours, by the way. And by, the, I want to make it clear. I am not saying the Bengals are dead. I am saying they are dead if they lose tonight. I'm not saying right now, this moment, they're dead. The argument of well, they can rip off six out of seven against a very tough schedule with a healthy Joe Burrow. Is Joe Burrow healthy right now? Yeah. yeah. Was he healthy last week? But nobody they, said they were going to win every game no, that he played. No, but, but my point is we can't say they're 5-5 five and five because Burrow was hurt. We, when three of those losses came with him hurt, and two would have come in the last eight days, yeah. or in the last five days. Two would have come with a healthy Joe Burrow. So the idea that a one healthy Joe Burrow— One would have come Burrow, against one of the best teams in the league in Baltimore. Right, but that's— Bruce, If but that happens. That, I guess my point is that is the Bengals are supposed to be competing with Baltimore. If they win tonight, they could win the division. That's how thin the margins are. But if they lose, because it would also be a right. loss for Baltimore, obviously. Yep. Here, Go ahead. Here, no, my issue is, I agree with you— that there's this just no margin happens. for error. Like we well, know, there Joe won't Burrow be, won't be when you if you go five and five. Well, here's that's the, why I don't think they can go ten and seven because they won't yes. have the tiebreaker. But here's here's the play from the Texans game. Joe Burrow can do everything perfect, and it can still not go your way. He so, threw two interceptions. Okay, but this this is the, this is the game right here. That's the game. Joe Burrow did everything great. Boom. You drop the ball. Oh, that, play that, play. Play. That, that specific yeah, play is yeah. what I'm talking about. So do I think a play like that is going to happen again? Yeah. Do I think T. Higgins not being there is going to hurt you? Yeah. Yeah. And Sam Hubbard so not being there. can play great, there. yes. And things can go the other way. There's just Nobody's, no margin I'm not saying they gotta, they're going to win every game that Joe Burrow is healthy for. 
So they lost their game. I think they lose tonight. But I'm sorry, five losses does not take Bro, you out of it. Especially, I do, and I think you agree that they are one of the best teams in the league. I think that they are one of the most dangerous teams in the league. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they are. I do not. I think at some point your resume has to matter. And five and five in a league where we don't respect all the seven-win teams, the, you, you think – like again, right now, Nick, you, you said to yourself, three of those losses he was hurt so, to the point where you guys didn't even think he should be playing. No, agreed. Mahomes has Which lost is, two games no, this year. Lamar's lost three. Like, being right. healthy. No, I understand that, but I think that that's why last week's loss – was so pivotal. Yeah. Was be- and by the way, while, and you made this point just now, Brew, and it shouldn't be glossed over because I do think, and I'm not saying you were trying to do this, Wilds, it is true that at the very end of the game, Joe Burrow threw a pass that should have been caught that would have put them ahead. Now, as I have said before and I'll say again, I don't know that they win that game if that pass is caught. You're giving C.J. Stroud nearly two minutes to go down the field, yeah, and C.J. Stroud did it a week before. On the drives prior to that, in the fourth quarter, Joe Burrow made, as he described, bad decisions or bad mistakes that put them in that position. And we were joking before the game or before the show about poker. But I, and maybe this is where my kind of poker brain comes into fact, it comes into play too much. You can be an 80% favorite. And if you keep putting your life, tournament life on the line as an 80% favorite, 80% favorite, yeah. by the third time you do it, you're expected to lose. Because 80% of 80% is 64%. Then 80% of 64%, all of a sudden you're now at a coin flip. And what you, even if we think the Bengals are better than everyone they're playing but the Chiefs, you don't win all of In fact, you, you're not only supposed to win four out of five 80% opportunities. I just think they'll be in too big of a hole. Oh, and the cards know that you had an 80% chance the previous time? No, it's like no, no, no. Again, I'm not going <laughs> like to try to explain the math. memory of it? No, there's no math. You know there's no saying? memory like, of it. Oh, it but, hasn't hit seven in a no, long no, time? Uh, no, that's not how it works at all. But if you if you These give, are, but that's the thing. In football, these are actually human beings. Yeah, yeah, but we're not talking okay, about this games. Is, I'm, I a game of change. Wilds just wilds. Before the, game the show skill. asked me what four, five, six of spades get you in poker, and now he's going to try to yell, well, actually, me on how the math works on these things. <laughs> so I'm the, go ahead, but go ahead. I think I have a point. <laughs> okay. Joe Burrow has bounced back in a major way, obviously, as Brew has been saying. Uh, last three games, he's thrown seven touchdowns and is averaging 325 yards a game. Fitz Magic will be at the game tonight, and he had this to say about the frisky Bengals. They are one of the three scariest teams in the AFC, Kansas City, Baltimore, and Cincinnati, which is weird because they're looking in at the playoffs from the outside. I don't think anyone wants to see Joe Burrow in the playoffs. He's the coolest, calmest, Mm. and most confident quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he's cool, certainly. Yeah, he's also very calm and very confident. Go ahead and ask the question. Well, I just feel like it's a shot at Mahomes. Well, listen, I mean, mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, this is what he's been doing lately. It's fine. He picked him to lose to the Chargers. That didn't work out. He picked him to lose to the Dolphins. That didn't work out. And now Burrow is, you know, QB1 in the NFL. He's like a Chiefs antagonist. You know what? I don't know. You'd have to ask him. I do know he went to Harvard. I've been told that many times. I'm not sure. But go ahead. What's the question? (laughs) Should Chiefs fans be worried about the postseason Bengals that don't really exist? I mean, I mean... Here's I don't know That's how fans yes. I don't know how fans should feel. I know how the Chiefs feel. They're not. We saw Mahomes on quarterback talking to his dad. That's right. Asked, "Who do you want to play?" Because the Chiefs had That's already advanced. Point. Mahomes was, by the way, 
an hour removed from an ankle injury. Might have had a core in him. Okay, sure. But knew he wasn't 100%. And he said, well, you know, we match up better against Buffalo. But I want Cincinnati because they've been talking so much. So, he's not worried about them. And I do think there is a level of the Bengals have gotten a lot of runway out of beating the Chiefs in overtime in Arrowhead once. A lot of runway out of it. So, no, I don't think they're worried about the Bengals, particularly because... And this is something that I do think matters, Brew. I think any team that puts themselves, and this is the point I made about the last team that had to run the table at the end of the year or get super mm-hmm. hot at the end and then win the Super Bowl was the 2011 Giants. There is a level of if your playoffs start in December and everyone else is starting January that you can run out of steam to a degree. So, no, I'm, I would not be worried about the postseason Bengals. Patrick Mahomes is an athlete, an all-time great athlete. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's not afraid. And, and I, I, I don't think the Chiefs, period, I don't think the Bengals are afraid of the Chiefs. Like, I think athletes, especially great ones, who have a reason to believe mm-hmm. that they can beat anybody, don't fear anybody, okay? But as objective people taking ourselves out of the situation, yes, the Chiefs should fear. And I believe Chiefs Nation, starting right there, does fear I don't know if you're in or not, but but y'all throw you in there too. Y'all should fear the Bengals. And, Nick, it is not just one win at Arrowhead. They're three and one. Joe Burrow's three and one against the Chiefs. He did win in Arrowhead. In fact, if I recall correctly, what did he do when he went to Arrowhead last? You keep hold on. Hold on. He went into fact. Arrowhead, opened up the said. fridge, it's made himself a sandwich, sandwich yeah. sat on the table, the, yeah. the sofa, kicked his shoes, on. Kicked his shoes oh, off, and threw his off. feet up on the, on, the, on the table. Uh, you and y'all question? did nothing yeah, about, about it. it. Did and you? the one loss... Was a controversial so the, play that at the end that of the game. It, no, it was not controversial. It was a tad bit no, controversial. Okay, it, it wasn't was, like at the highest level it, of it controversy. Was, there, uh, but there were so those that were thing. like, eh. no, no, there weren't. It was really Nick, just you. you. Know there, no, no, it wasn't me. Bro. There were a lot of people that were like, eh. no, bro. Yeah, you're, I were. think you're conflating the end of the Super Bowl that people did consider controversial and the end of the AFC Championship game where no, the player people was thought, right, yeah, pushed I, I, out of bounds. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, every I know what you're talking about. And Nobody they got that, that field goal at the end the, of the okay, game. Bro. Yeah. Here's and the, so the, here's the but problem. They're a tough match. The, the Bengals are the, a tough listen, match. Listen, I have I, – I was the captain of that ship all last year. That the Bengals are the team that should have been getting the smoke the Bills were getting. That I, Joe Burrow right. should have been getting the smoke Josh Allen was getting. So nobody is going to like all of a sudden try to reverse engineer me into questioning Joe Burrow. I think he is a great player. I think Higgins and Chase when healthy – are either the best or the second-best receiving combo in the league, in a league that's got some great ones mm-hmm. in Brown and Smith and obviously Hill and Waddle. So I, I, I'm i not here to try to all of a sudden try to neg the Bengals. That's not what I'm doing. I am here, though, to neg you a bit, which is wild. And I can't believe you keep engaging in it. Bruce whole bit. On, they went in their house and they ate their ice cream and no, all that stuff. They, 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 they left all the stuff out. They left you your little Wait, sweets I, and your dessert. Yep. You started that bit in the lead up to the AFC Championship game as part of your reason why you were picking the Bengals. It the Chiefs then won. And 
and now you just keep doing it. It's a great bit. They know and they've been but kicked they, out of the house. All that then. did was make them. Now, it was a more important game, obviously. It was a playoff game. But they still are one and one against Burrow in Arrowhead. Here's the thing, Nick. Oh, my God. Patrick Mahomes, the great Patrick Mahomes. Guess what he is in Arrowhead against everybody else? 42-9. and nine. I was supposed to get 82%. 40, but but he wins what? 82% of his games and, against everybody else. And, and but when 50, Joe Burrow steps up in one game, he's down to 50%. It's because he lost once in overtime. That's yeah, the only what? Okay, it lost one game. Yes, you, you, that is. Both now games that were close. It, okay. Now, they, uh, look. I'm not doing I, Look, Nick. I'm not doing it. Matchups, we, it, matchups aren't 100%. But there right. is such a thing as a tough matchup. I think Baltimore is a tough matchup for Cincinnati. We saw them last year, Gamal, they won in the playoffs with Tyler Huntley yeah. at quarterback. And I do think, I'm not saying the Bengals absolutely going to definitely beat the Chiefs, but that's a tough matchup okay, for y'all and you I'm know I'm going to say it because I said it yesterday. The Chiefs w- will play the Bengals in a de facto playoff game for the Bengals. In Week 17, back at Arrowhead with the Bengals season on the line, and the Chiefs will knock them out of playoff contention simultaneous to clinching the one seed. Okay. And we can put all of this nonsense to bed. Okay, you should buy some extra groceries what? because... You know what okay, this guy. I know. They go they up go in there and eat. Your, your family going to be hungry after this they leave, Nick. You better fill up the food. Fan. You better put some stuff in the cupboard, all right? Some extra food in the cupboard. All right? Maybe buy another food and put it down on the ears. Little house on the prairie. <laughs> MVP odds. Hertz is at one. Mahomes at two all of a sudden. Lamar's at three. Tua, then Burrow. Uh, Brew, we'll go to you. Would Lamar deserve to be an MVP favorite with a win tonight? A good win. Yeah, look, I don't think Lamar should be the MVP favorite now. And I brought this up in the meeting. Albert Breer did his midseason poll, I guess, of executives, GMs Mm -hmm. around the league. 39 respondents. This was before last week, okay, and fairly when he threw two interceptions in that game and that loss to Cleveland. But Lamar got 23 of the votes. I think, and I think that I, was crazy. I, I, right. I, I would have voted for J- – and it, nothing's changed with Jalen, so my vote right now would be Jalen. But I will say this. Let's say all three, Mahomes, Jalen, and Lamar, have great games this week. They all play really well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Mahomes or Jalen's going to lose. Yeah. Um, I would lean toward Jalen if that's the case. But I got to say this quickly. Sure. For Lamar, here's, the, here's what he has in his favor, and I said it yesterday. If they beat the Cincinnati, that will be six wins against play or very good teams, winning teams, and several of them were blowouts. Detroit, Seattle, Houston, Cleveland, blowouts. Yeah, but he didn't blowouts. play well in all those games. No, like that's, well, Lamar's, you know, it's not going to be measured by his numbers. Well, then hold but on. he has played well. Like, you can't just look at, oh, he's only got, I think, 10 touchdown passes. No, but even if you he include got running the rushing, but so this is. This, this, he's moved he's them. Five. Hurts and Mahomes haven't beat. They don't have the quality of wins that okay, Lamar I, has. Listen, I think Lamar right now is trailing Hurts, Mahomes, Tua, C.J. Stroud, Tua. Dak Prescott. An MVP. Wow. I think. I, can think we just trailing. hold on? Let, let's Stroud? just let's just go through the Lamar season, okay? Week one, they beat Houston. He did not play well. I know you agree with me because you, you and I talked about it then in that game. Week two, he played very well and they beat Cincinnati. Week three, he played 
poorly, outright poorly, and they lost to the Colts in that game where he had the ball four separate times with a chance to win. Week four, he played awesome against Cleveland. He didn't throw for even 200 yards, but he completed 75% of his passes. He played great. Week five, he played poorly against Pittsburgh. Week six against Tennessee, he didn't really play that well, but they, they beat him. And week seven against Detroit, he was outstanding. That was the only game up to that point in the year that felt like, wow, that's an MVP game, the game against Detroit. Yeah. Since then, they've played three games, we, and you can say it's, he's not just the numbers, and you can say, well, he rushes too. Since then, he has one rushing touchdown, and he's averaging 40 yards a game running, so add that to it. He has not been in we, everyone has, but, hold on. Yeah, that's in there. That is in there in these last three. Some of this is that, projection because we Mahomes I, hasn't had an MVP season what, no, by what, any stretch of the imagination. Uh, in fact, uh, if Lamar's passer rating might be, I think it's higher than Mahomes. They're both in round 98. I'm not sure who's yeah. higher. The, so, but, so, but uh, I think it's projection just like it is with Mahomes. There's some projection. Okay. And here's the other thing, and you've mentioned this with Mahomes. Without Patrick Mahomes, where they're seven and what, two right now? Mm-hmm. They might be two and seven, as good as he sure. is. It's the same feeling with Lamar. Like, it's he not- is the reason that this is one of the best teams in the league. See, so I don't, I, I, I agree with you that he is obviously the most important part of their offense. I disagree with the idea that he has played like an MVP this year. I, and I think there are almost a half dozen quarterbacks who have played better than Lamar this year. I'm not – you don't think C.J. Stroud's been better than him this year, Wilds? No, but I, I'd like the, to win, so I'm a quarterback win. And that C.J. Stroud's played great. The, the but, run game where they're right at the top of the league – is because of him. They don't have huge name no, I, backs the, that are rushing for all this yardage. I, I agree. I, and I agree. He gets almost uh, a credit for running Deception back yardage and, because okay. they have to spend an extra defender worried yes. about him. I Real agree question. with that. When they jump out to a big first quarter league, don't you think that affects his numbers for the rest of the day? I, Versus C.J. Stroud, who is several well, times it, we see him like okay, so back there's, and doing right, awesome so, stuff. So, yes, I do agree that nuance is important on stuff like that. I wish you guys had that same discernment. We're talking about Trevor Lawrence's like, passing the touchdowns. Wins. But well. the problem with those big leads is for the Ravens, they haven't been safe in part because of Lamar. I just Twice. feel a little uncomfortable. <clears throat> Hold on. I just feel a little uncomfortable with the discussion of, is the guy who threw the essentially game-flipping pick six four days ago the league MVP. Uh, recency bias. Like, no, but the. Well, but they, again, Nick, no quarter. I mean, you said he's not having an MVP year. Kind of who is? You know what I mean? Like, this, I mean, no I think, quarterbacks I think Dolphins away fans would argue two is. No, because I think two Eagles has fans a, would a argue Jalen games. Hurts is. I think that if there wasn't, if we didn't, weren't holding Mahomes to his own historical standard, I think people would be saying Mahomes is in at least on the periphery of it. And I think if CJ Stroud were not a rookie, people would be saying he is. All of those guys well, and Dak Prescott and four, are having. A better year than Lamar. Up he to gets this up point. to a few more wins. CJ Stroud can. No, I, he definitely can be in it. Sam Howell's out. I mean, after tonight, Lamar might have. If you guys are doing quarterback losses, might have four losses. Uh, new segment: Chief Concern. Next on FS1, the Fox Sports Channel on SiriusXM. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. 
It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. You download the app and you enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. I've yet to win, but I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> Brand new segment as we prepare for Monday's Super Bowl rematch between the Chiefs and the Eagles. And although our friend Nick Wright likes to project bulletproof confidence How's that in the city, the analytical part of his brain does carry a lot of favor when it comes to takes that you hear on this program. To sort through the worries and the warnings, it's our new segment called Chief Concern. I lifted the ban on puns for this. First up, A.J. Brown rolling four touchdowns in the last three games, already over 1,000 yards in the Super Bowl. 96 yards and a touchdown, and the connection between him and Jalen hasn't missed a beat since. Completion percentage for Jalen, 73%, 112 yards, 11 yards per pass, TD interception, 6-2, passer rating of 121. Nick, is this Hurts-A.J. Brown connection a chief concern? That's got to be the second best combo in the league, only to Tua Tyreek. Who'd the Chiefs just play? Who was Tyreek, right? <laughs> How'd that one end? Oh. What happened? On no, I'm not concerned. I, that, no, listen. I think A.J. Brown's awesome. I think Ty, I think uh, Jalen Hurts is awesome. And I think Trent McDuffie is going to do what he did okay. to Tyreek Hill. I think the Chiefs have the best pair of corners in the NFL. And I think that, it, listen, A.J. Brown will get his to a degree, but he has been baptizing teams left and right. That's not going to happen against Snead or McDuffie. So, no, that is not a concern of mine come Monday Night Football, Greg Jennings. It should be. I, I get why it's not. Because, because they just you, shut down Tyreek Hill? Yeah. I, I seems, get it. Seems you're, you're excited. Is it, what do you Chiefs, mean? Chiefs has a, have a good defense. Pass maybe defense is really good. Yeah, Probably maybe the best. The strength of their defense it, it, it is. is their pass sure. defense. Yeah. However, when you look at what they're, they've been able to do, they've been for almost force-feeding A.J. Brown in these these past few games, yeah. uh, obviously coming off a bye, they're going to have something special just for Spags. Ooh. Oh, Spagnolia, he's going to dial it up as well. But when you think about coming off a bye, you got to have some plays that mm. that you haven't shown. Does that work in both directions? Chiefs oh, are coming oh, of off course. a bye too. We, we know Andy Reid. No, I'm talking about Spagnolia yeah, coming off the bye. Yeah, yeah, it's a little special exotic blitz. We can protect up. Okay, front. all right. Oh, we. Yeah, oh, we. you're an Eagles guy. I'm now. an Eagles guy. Oh, who knew? Wow, that's unbelievable. I didn't know. Siding with Greg there. Believe it or not, 
I'm with Nick on this one. Really? Now, look, obviously. This is Bruce's Super Bowl pick, but he's. No, know, no I'm he's just saying. I'm not saying they that. can't exploit Kansas City. But Nick's right. They did it to Tyreek, and you can't even say, well, it was just Tyreek. No, they had to worry about Jalen Waddle, too, and they shut him down. So you got Devontae Smith, two great receivers, both of these teams. They did it to Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. Like, they've seen great quarterbacks or top-flight quarterbacks and receivers to Trevor and being and able to hold them at bay. Did it bay. to Kirk and Justin and Jefferson. So they did you did. say Trevor? No, I'm not going Trevor. You guys are almost convincing everybody in America. They but they, none of these teams that they did it to had a rushing attack that opens up their pass. Well, Miami's like, got a pretty good yeah, rushing I mean, attack. Yeah, they do. They do, Greg. Couple you sleeping on Mostert? Raheem Mostert. You're saying their, their rushing attack is like. Not as physical. Oh. Not as physical, but it's a good rushing oh, attack. But they're out there breakdancing to touchdown. Score is 1 nothing, Greg, right now. <laughs> Next up, the brotherly <laughs> shove. Impossible to stop, and interestingly, the exact opposite philosophy that Kansas City employs since Mahomes never tries a QB sneak out of injury concerns. Here's Andy Reid. That's a tough one to practice, you know, just because uh, you almost have to do it live. Um, so I don't think they're spending a ton of time on it. I just think they're, they're, they're good at it. Okay. Is that a chief concern? Yes. Okay. Good. I hate the play. <laughs> I hate it. It's so annoying. And here's the other piece of it. If by some magic stroke, Steve Spagnuolo has figured out how to stop it, they're not going to show that this week. He hasn't. If, but I'm saying, okay, but let me. I get it. But if by some chance they were like, we we actually know how to stop it. There's no chance they would do it on Monday Night Football. But how do they know they, they might... know how to stop exactly. it? I don't know. Right, right. But, the, the, but I, like I literally idea. said I like by some magic stroke, yeah, yeah. the odds are they haven't because no one can. <laughs> Luckily, it's going to get banned. But in the meantime, I hate it. I hate it. I'm the Chiefs are sure essentially – the Chiefs anymore. basically start in first and 12 because they refuse to do sneaks and stink at short yardage. Great and the Eagles start in first and eight. That's a 50% difference between yeah. the yardage you need. And so, yeah, I, it is a chief concern, and I hate the play. I hate the play. Initially, I thought about this, and I'm like, no, nah, it's not a chief concern because you only run the plays so often, right? But when you think about they're the best team in third-down conversions, they're best in fourth-down conversions, yeah. why is that? Because of that play. Yeah. yeah. Do it anyway. Because they put themselves in front of the, the sticks, stay ahead of the down and distance, keep themselves in short. They they don't just do it in fourth and one, no. or fourth and inches. It's fourth and two, third yep. and three. Yep. They're going with the shove. Yep. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be a concern. Uh, it's a hat trick. Totally should be concerned about this because, yeah. it, it's like, they – Every possession could be a four-down instead of three-down possession because you, if you get close, you can go for this, and you know you can make it. And I also think, even though the Chiefs are obviously mentally tough and they've seen everything, it can be a little bit of a demoralizing oh, effect yeah. when you know what's coming. Yep, man to man, let's do, do this, and you can't it. do anything about it. So, yep. Also, when it, uh, 25% of the time, it's a false start. Sorry, Dusty, it's true. <laughs> it is, Dust. We looked at it. One-to-one, uh, -one, you tied it up. Uh, when they met in the Super Bowl, Chiefs offense was, to put it plainly, number one in everything. This year, not so much. Last two games, even worse. Points. 11 and a half. How'd you get a half? Offensive touchdowns, two, six giveaways, eight punts, and third down percentages at 30%. Sad trombone sound. Is this unimpressive, moribund offense a chief wow. concern? No. It's just the script. No. Are you write the <laughs> that script. That you write. Right. Well. <laughs> um, no, because the, the 
stag I and I take issue with the term moribund and stagnant because they are not having a problem moving the ball. They have not been as good in the red zone as in years past and unlike the things you try to peddle us on in this case it's actually true it really is for the Chiefs a turnover problem and I don't think that's going to maintain the Chiefs the only teams with a worse plus minus in the Chiefs are Atlanta New England the Raiders and the Bears the only teams with more turnovers in the Chiefs are Cleveland Buffalo Chicago and the Raiders I I don't think it'd be one thing if the Chiefs couldn't move the ball They've actually moved the ball almost as well as anyone in football this year. They've stagnated in the red zone. They've had untimely turnovers. I don't think that's going to be a problem. It wasn't a problem against Miami. You guys are doing very funny math that right there, points per game thing, offensive points per game as opposed to wait, 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 okay, game. We're not going to count defensive well, points well, per here's game. Here's the thing. I under, I, scoreless I, in the second I half. Understand I understand why bad, that you Miami think game. that makes sense, except for the fact that by scoring on defense, the offense doesn't get a chance to have the ball, doesn't get a chance to score so that's a piece of it but yeah no I don't um, I, you, you know what that was, I have that was crazy a crazy take <laughs> really <laughs> if he reach. just gets the ball and falls down maybe the offense scores and then seven more points maybe. it doesn't matter maybe I'm maybe gonna, I understand okay, you understand, you understand point. my point really? really? doesn't matter I think you know what hot take I think Mahomes after the bye is going to be just we're waiting for that you've been saying that for weeks I'm with you Nick and simply because they're coming off the bye yeah. Like this is this is where Andy Reid. I understand that this is right. where Andy Reid is at his best. They're fresh. They if they obviously understand what has been problematic offensively, and I just have to believe the Kansas City Chiefs are going to figure it out. And you're going against this Eagle defense. As much as I say we, every you've you've said this every every quarterback has pretty much been able to throw on this defense. Okay. So. It's a chief concern. Absolutely. Because y'all have trouble scoring. I mean, you can talk about moving it between the 20s all you want. You have trouble putting the ball in the end zone. Okay. All right? And and the the Eagles don't. They average 28 points a game. Yeah. Obviously, Mahomes is great, but his receivers like Man, to drop those balls. They, they lead the league in drops. I know Greg should be with me on this one. They lead the league in drops. They have trouble getting open. I'm not worried about Mahomes or Kelsey. When the I'm Chiefs worried about the rest win of those this jokes. game and they have the best record in the league having just beaten the Eagles and you guys have spent the entire football season talking about what's wrong with them, you're going to feel very foolish on national television. Oh, your quarterback I'm letting guy you now. No, I'm a team. This doesn't. Where's Patrick Mahomes' name on there? It says Kansas City. The segment says Chief Concern. I am a team wins guy. I will tell you that. That's so if you went 17, 14, I have to bend the knee. Yes, yes. If they have the best record in the league and beat the Eagles, That's yes. That's quarterback wins. No, that is team wins. We're not talking about Mahomes. We're, yes, team wins are a thing. You know it's quarterback. <laughs> you know it. I mean, come on, you know. <laughs> Finally, for all of our fans of games of chance. Kansas City less than a field goal favorite at home. Now, I thought historically this was not a great sign, and Josh said, ah, it's pretty good. I said, yeah, I don't know. I kind of hold Mahomes to the highest of high standards. He said, no, Wilds, that's good. So is this a chief concern? Well, we'll start with Brew. Um, I mean, I don't think they should be – maybe they will be insulted, but Philly's been the more impressive team, I think, this year. Mm-hmm. So this this is fair because, you know, they say if you don't get three, home is worth three. So and these days I think home Philly is worth is two better. and a half. Like, is that what yeah, it is now? Really? It's, yeah, two, two and a half, actually. Not yeah. to, so this is I'm not, like, this is not Arrowhead, saying – like, I feel it's like not saying they think Philly's better. Saying no, they think I, the think teams that, I think that what they're saying with this point spread is if it was neutral side, it'd be a pickup. Huh. That's what I think they're saying. Well, and that's fair. So, and that's that's I, I'm with you. That's fair. Like, when you think about these teams, they're both best teams in both of their conferences. 
we don't know what we're going to see after the bye. We feel like they're going to both have some type of a wrinkle. Hopefully the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles defense have shored up some things in the secondary. You talk about the offense yes. in the Kansas City Chiefs. Hopefully they've shored up some things. So I think it's one of those yeah. games that you got to – No, I mean, I mean listen, the, the Chiefs were home dogs in the AFC title game, if you remember, because of Mahomes' injury. Mm-hmm. In the Super Bowl, they were underdogs. So this is actually a step in the right direction. I'll tell you, though, who I know is, you know, hammering the Eagles. Colin Cowherd, bring out the board, please. Wow. Oh, wow. I mean, Ka- Ka- Cowherd, buddy. Wow. You keep tweeting about 34 to 6, and I hate what? to do it. I mean, you're my wow. mentor. You're one of my dear friends. On the Colin board. Cowherd. On the board. Wow. Somebody tell him at his palatial Manhattan Beach estate, <laughs> he has been placed on the board. I mean, this is wow. the, the level of insult. 34 to 6? 34 to 6. A blowout at Arrowhead? No. That doesn't bye? happen, my friend. Off a bye? Colin Reed? Colin, you know better than that. So, bulletin board. Ooh. You know who else responded to Colin's tweet? Who? Mahomes' trainer. That means Mahomes is aware of it, too. Colin, appreciate (laughs) the motivation. Bake show. You know what I would do? Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Bake Show. San Francisco 49ers are 11 and a half point favorites against Baker. Purdy looking to stay on track after that bumpy three-game stretch. Bake Show and the Bucks hanging around the top of the NFC South. Nick, do you want to go first here? Please. Chances Baker outplays Purdy. I mean, he has for the last month. Now, in this specific game, it's going to be tough because you have Young and Bosa yeah. against that Bucks O-line. But, I mean, so the last month, Brew rolled his eyes. We can just show it to you. The last four games, you know what I mean? We're ten games into the season. Last month, Baker's been better with worse supporting cast and, you know, under harder circumstances, all those things. I didn't even put quarterback wins up there because that's not my thing, but they're even on that. Um, And so, listen, here's what I know, Greg Jennings. The Niners would be a more viable Super Bowl contender with Baker Mayfield. Here we go. Here we go. And... The Bucks would be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes with Purdy. That that I know. Now this really? week, do I this week do I think Baker is going to be able to overcome all the structural disadvantages the Bucks have compared to the Niners? I don't know. If anyone can, it's Baker. But I it's gonna be a very hard road to hoe. But I know if you switch quarterbacks. One team be better and one team be worse. And it's the Niners be better and the Bucks would be worse. Uh, enough of the absurdities. What? All right. You know what I know? What? The season isn't a month long. What? The season isn't four games long. Let's oh, see the season numbers. They're not even close. Mr. Irrelevant over the well, number I mean, one. That's, that's, that's the only one. Everything but that's else. Kind of important. Everything I mean, that's- else. A passer rating is not important. No, kind of. Yards like for pass, guy. yards for game, well, completion percentage. My goodness. I, I mean, can we stop it? And, and Kyle Shanahan, <laughs> can we all agree Kyle Shanahan knows quarterbacks? 
No. No. Oh, really? No. <laughs> not at all. I think the opposite, actually. Yeah. I think he knows offense. You should not have Trey Lance. No, no, no I did not love Trey Baker Lance. Mayfield. What? You picked him to lead him to the Super Bowl last Because year. my point was anyone could, and then they got a game within with Brock Purdy okay. playing. Thank here's, you. Here's another thing I know. Yeah. Just a little bit. Baker Mayfield was available this summer. All right, and they chose Sam Sam Darnold, who actually backed Baker up, then stole his position last Baker year in Carolina. Baker wasn't taking backup jobs this summer. What are you talking about? He was available for them to go get. He was not highly sought after. He wasn't coveted. I don't know. He, they signed him for more money than Darnold got, and he's the starter. So it's like, hey, you can come barely here for less starter. money and not Barely play. the starter. What are you had, talking about? He had his hands full with, that, hooked, with Kyle Trapp. <laughs> no, I'm saying. I mean, Brock has been better all season long. He's got... And you talk about better supporting cast. I mean, Baker got some good receivers, oh, too. Oh, stop it. According to Pro, the, Pro Football Focus, the oh, experts you often quote, <laughs> Sam, uh, Tampa Bay's offensive line is better than San Francisco's. That would what? seem to be important. I'm just saying the, what Pro Football Focus is. Oh, I got it. Go look it up. I know you saw it. You, you're trying to you play it. like no. you didn't see it. No, the, Brock Purdy. What are we doing? I don't know. I mean, Go no. to Greg. Greg. Brock Purdy yeah. is going to be fine, and well, the, the okay. Niners this will It's going to be a tall order to ask Baker Mayfield to pull out this win. Yeah. But can he perform? Any chance? Yeah, there's a chance. If, if they can prohibit the 49ers from Pass getting much. to the quarterback, he can Greg. pick that, Greg. Greg. Can pick that Greg. secondary. Can I ask a question real quick? If Baker was, if Baker and Brock switch places, I'm gonna ask you a serious question. The Niners are undefeated. Baker Mayfield. Thank you, Craig Jennings. Craig Jennings, bro. I can't believe we just had a San Francisco 49ers versus Tampa Bay Bucks conversation. (laughs) 49ers are favored by 11 and a half, and you got destroyed. (laughs) You did. (laughs) Coming up in nine short minutes. Well, it's the most motivational segment in all of sports. It's the butt list. Uh, coming up Sunday at 1 o'clock, Cowboys-Panthers. And let's be honest, Cowboys are 10-point favorites. As Broussard has noted several times, when it comes time to play teams like Carolina, they muscle up. <laughs> Brew, they do. is there anything the Dallas Cowboys can do to impress you in this game? Absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah. What is it? See, you guys are falling for it. So people think I come, I, I'm up here with the tomato can bit to mock the cow. Yeah, we no, do. A little bit. No, no. There is a real art to demolishing bottom feeders. It's one that Kansas City, Philadelphia, and some of the other best teams in the league have not mastered. That's true. I, I mean, I'm wildly impressed with the Cowboys' ability to just destroy the Patsies. I really am. And lo and behold, who is up next? Not just a tomato can, but the king of the tomato cans. Worst record in the league. Yep. All defense giving up, what, 27 points a game. They got an offense that would make the Jets' offense look productive. I mean, they are bad. Rookie quarterback. So, absolutely, Cowboys, this is what I want. I want the old half century. Oh, my God. I want a 50-piece. This is who you are. This is your identity. And I'm telling you, when you smash these tomato cans, people start to lose the remembrance of the 42-10 shellacking you took at the hands of San Francisco. People say, did they? That had to be no, a fool because they are smashing yeah. all these teams. Look at what they're doing. Uh, Kansas City only beat them by seven. The Cowboys routed them by 40. This is what you do, Cowboys. 50-piece. 
50 piece. 50 piece. Go ahead, Greg. No. Or close? There's nothing they can do. Mid 40s. A 50 piece wouldn't impress you? No. Because they just had a 49 piece on, on the that was, that was impressive. CD Lance it shows focus. Impressive. It, it shows your dial is. All we continue well, to say when facts. they scored that 49 piece, well, remember, they were playing the Giants. So all we're going to do is just do those same things. It's the Panthers. We expect them to win. Just win. It can be impressive. For Brew, but for me, I expect you to win. I expect you to blow them out. If you run the ball really well, I would say it's impressive, but you know what I am going to say? Oh, it was the Panthers, so let's see them do uh, it against a I, team that has I, a real rush defense. I can think I Nick zero it in? I think Nick is I'm, You know what? I'm, I, you I'd be with you yeah. if you weren't, I think, a little disingenuous on it, no, if I'm being I honest. So I, I want to I want to so zoom in it for a moment. Because the Cowboys are on three-game winning streak since they got blown out. They they played the Rams, the Eagles, and the Giants. Mm-hmm. I almost think that's almost like a league average run of teams. Like the Rams are below average, but not terrible. The Eagles are excellent, and they're not a three game winning streak, I should say, right. but three three games since then. And obviously, the Giants are terrible. Dak Prescott in those three games, three hundred plus yards, three touchdowns in all those games. Mm-hmm. If he does that again this week, bro, here's. All of NFL history, all quarterbacks who've ever done that four straight weeks. And as you can tell, two of them, Rodgers and Breeze, had, it was end of one year, beginning of next. So within a season, it's Manning, Mahomes, and Steve Young. Did they play tomato the, Well, so that's the reason I mentioned <laughs> the fact that they, no, in this midst not. is the Rams with Aaron Donald, who are not good but not a tomato can. And certainly the Eagles, you're not calling a tomato no. can. And now the Cowboys lost, but Dak played great. So what I think can happen this There's week? Some strange twists and no, turns in here. They I think I'm gonna years. I'm gonna answer the question. I I think it's impressive if you have the league MVP as your quarterback, and I think Dak Prescott in a year that we have said there has not been a clear cut MVP favorite. If they hang forty plus again and he Pile has another monster numbers. game, he absolutely can bring himself like to the Move forefront of the bit. conversation. Greg, why don't you like that? I wouldn't well, say I, I guess don't it think depends. Forefront, I think but he, I think he can be higher. honestly, depending on because how Lamar plays today. But Mahomes and Hurts won't play till Monday night. I think Monday morning. Dak Prescott could be at the. Well, let's. I mean, we just changed the. We just changed the question. We're running out of things. That. I, yes, because everyone oh. can't say the same thing, guys. So I am moving the <laughs> conversation. Greg, can, I, can I pitch something that's yeah. near and dear to your heart? For sure. CeeDee Lamb is in, has the third most receiving yards. He does. Can Dak go out and say, you know what? You're only 30 behind uh, A.J. Brown. Tyreek's in the middle there. I'm going to try to get you. I'm going to force feed you the ball. We want you to be the best wide receiver. I think you're the best. I'm going to get you the ball. Look, while we're watching Tyreek and A.J. Brown possibly get to 2K, like CeeDee Lamb is right there. Oh, see, he's right there. That would be impressive. You know what else? They've never scored 60 in a game. 60? No, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm 60. just saying. You got, look, this Greg, is saying. when you're playing a tomato can, do you, do you have how to hard look, it is? Don't you have to look for stuff to Mahomes motivate Mahomes has you? never scored 60. I'm not saying that. My, I didn't ask for 60. Uh, I asked for 50. I, right? I, 50 oh, yeah. Look, we don't get you need something. I don't think the Chiefs have scored. With Mahomes, I think the Chiefs have scored 50 once. I think it was that famous game against the Rams on Monday Night Football. Oh, that, Dusty that can fact check me. That 54 is 51. at a historic 50, pace. Yeah. The, we just saw it. In we, CD. I, we, we got 15 and seconds real quick. The king of this if Dak Prescott were to win league MVP this year, would you call him elite? 
Not necessarily. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm unbelievable. Stop. Is Brian Sipely? Brian Sipely, you can't. He won an MVP in a strike year 40 years ago. Was bro. Rich Gannon in yes. elite? Yeah. He was. No, he yes, was. Yes, he was. He was not elite. He was not elite. He was not elite. He was not elite. Just because you win a Super Bowl doesn't mean you're elite. Jim Plunkett won a couple Y'all don't know why history's like me. I just start this yesterday. We know that. Well, it's Thursday at 4 o'clock, which means you are in for a treat. It's the most motivational segment in all of sports. It's the Bud List. It's also a time where we take a little break from what we normally do and read some viewer mail. We get tons of mail for the year 2023, and I keep several letters right in my pocket. Oh, that one's good. This one's not even addressed. I was going to say, that they one's just not know. addressed. They just know. You know what it could have been? Infrared. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's kind of a big mistake. I can't believe mistake. it. That shows the power of the post office. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does. They just knew. <laughs> Dear Wilds, love the show. Well, thank you. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Are you offering any tips or recipes on the show? Sincerely, Don. Well, thank you, Don. Uh, that's kind of outside of our jurisdiction, tips and Thanksgiving recipes. We'll do you one better. We have some Thanksgiving products for you. We do? Yes. It's bruised tomato cans. Oh. <laughs> Featuring the Cowboys opponents, it's uh, available in your local, local grocery stores, and production is ramping up. We're expecting a lot. Again, it's bruised tomato cans. There he is. Nationwide. Number three on this week's bud list, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Oh, wow. And this one is all motivation. All right, all motivation. Good for you. First of all, Dorian, congratulations on being named the starter over P.J. Walker. I think that's great. And look, do not let the fact that you're a rookie who was drafted in the fifth round define you. All right, look at the great Brock Purdy. All right, he was (laughs) Mr. Irrelevant. Seriously, I'm not even going to mention the other greats that we know were drafted. Other greats. So, no – Go out well, go out there and play your game. Now I know it was a tough, it was tough sledding your first time. All right, you faced Baltimore, three interceptions, 52% completions, a QBR or passer rating that lowered in a snake's belly. And I know that might not sound motivational, but it's just the facts, DTR. It's just what it was. But the facts also that you didn't know you were starting until a couple of hours before the game. Right. So you didn't have time to prepare. Now you've had all week to get ready for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I assume they'll put some things in the game plan that are catered right to what you do well. Pittsburgh is not – defense is good. Not as good as Baltimore, though. They don't sack the quarterback as much. So you can go out there and have a good game. They believe in you because they named you the starter. And I believe in you too, DTR. Excellent. Get it done. Excellent. All right, at number two – Trevor Lawrence, Nick, I, I, look, I'm about facts, and I hate to put him on here. And look, I got to be honest with Trevor, because I do like Trevor. I don't love him like Nick, but I, I like him I'm a lot, and I like his ability. Like. I'm All right, but, to doubt that. Well, here, here's the thing, though. Trevor, you didn't ask for this. All right? You didn't ask for the Bugle Boys. <laughs> you didn't ask for the nickname, the prince that was promised. You, you didn't ask for the royal music that is playing right now. You asked for none of it. You just wanted to go out and play some football, all right? You didn't ask for the blonde wig, any of that stuff. You just want to go play football. But now, 
you know, because of the pomp and the circumstance surrounding you and all of the touting that has gone on with you that you're going to win the MVP this year, you're going to be the number one seed, now expectations are high. All right, you're coming off a bad game. Simple as that. You're, you're actually you're not really playing great ball this season. Nine touchdowns, ten turnovers. That is not good. But I do think you're still a very talented player. And Trevor, I believe in you. Go out there and get Where it. Where was the motivation? No, I believe in you. Oh, I yeah, believe in you, Trevor. That's the motivation. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Uh, number one, Josh Allen. And uh, Joe Brady, your new offensive coordinator, Josh, he has some words of real motivation for you. Here you go. Give me Josh Allen all day, every day. I'm not worried about it. When I look in his eyes before every game, there's not a worry in my mind. And I guarantee you that's the same mindset of everybody in this locker room. So, uh, you know, I believe Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the NFL. Okay. Okay. All right. I, he admitted he's poured it on a little thick. All right? there, there's no doubt about that. He's poured it on the thick. None of us thought we would be here. Even Nick, who has been accurate about you with the roller coaster, I don't even think he thought we'd be here. Five and five on the verge of missing the playoffs. Your OC fired because largely of you, and you took, you owned it. You said you feel bad about it. And I get that. But here's the thing, Josh, because. You are still, I believe, still a great quarterback. And the good thing for you is that you, this season is not over. Even though myself and others have felt like you, you guys aren't making the playoffs, mm -hmm. you control your destiny. You do. Your five and five is far from mathematically out of it. Go out there and play well. And last year, you, won, you ended the season with seven straight years, seven straight wins. The, the year before, you had two four-game winning streaks. You guys can go out there and win these games if you do your thing and play well. I know it's tough because you got Kansas City, Dallas, and uh, they got one more really tough opponent. Play Miami uh, again. Miami and, and, and uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. So it's tough. But guess what? That's Those are the top teams in the league. But you guys were supposed to be one of the top teams in the league. So go out there, view yourself as what Joe Brady said, the best quarterback in the league. And I, I, I got to be honest, Josh, I do still believe him. Oh, come on. I do. Okay. I'm not like Joe Brady, but I'm trying to motivate him, and I, sure. I do believe him. Excellent bud list I'm going to stay in the AFC East, and I'm going to throw the entire Miami Dolphins team up. Wow. The whole entire organization. Mm. You have an opportunity, guys to separate yourself from that guy that Bruce R. just finished talking about, okay. the Buffalo Bills. They took an L last week. You were sitting back, relaxing on the beach, down in Miami, sipping on tatas, whatever you were doing. Right now, you got the Raiders. They're feeling good about what they got going on, one, two home games against some bottom feeders. But you guys, coming off that bye and a loss, you got to get your mojo back. We got to see this high-flying offense that we were coming in to love all season long. Tua, get it to Tyreek. Yep. Tyreek, break plays open and get this ball in the end zone and be special. You guys have an opportunity to create separation. Last season, you were sitting in this similar situation, eight and three, trying to stay right there with the Buffalo Bills, and you started to falter. Four or five games losing streak. That can't happen. You have a prime opportunity to take advantage of being the head honcho in the AFC East. Don't let it slip away. And might I add, just oh, last thing, please. 
I heard some people talking about you guys, calling you soft. Matter of fact, to yeah. be specific, they call you break dancers. <laughs> yeah. You're playing the Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> you can change that narrative. Yeah. Just don't break dance. <laughs> That first of all, all break dancers aren't soft, so that don't mean you soft. It just means you like the boogie. Well, were you saying they were soft? Were you saying they weren't soft? You rather they they're a little finesse. They're finesse squad, and the Raiders aren't. That's their reputation. So yeah, they can go a little bit ways in in kind of getting rid of that uh, reputation, but. Um, I think the line is high, 12 and a half. 12 and a half is a big number. Raiders feeling good about themselves with the new coach, so, um, but, yeah. 12 and a half, big number. Yeah, Miami big coming off by. Uh, before I give mine, just a few notes on the bud list, since, you know, Mahomes Mountain in tears gets eviscerated so often from that side of the table. Yeah. First one is, I saw a little Freudian slip from Brew, because he very often, you know, when we talk Brock Purdy, he's like, I'm not saying he's great. I'm just saying... <laughs> And then he called him the great Brock Purdy and talked about other, other greats. greats. And so just, so just put that away. Also, no need to mislead the audience. I did not pick Trevor Lawrence to win MVP. But you said he'd be up in there. Okay. And I did not there pick the go. Jags there to be the go. one seed. I picked them to be the two That's seed. That's all close. Which, by the way, thirteen and four, I believe, is what they were going to be. By the way, I still think they're going to be the two seed. But. That's how I'm putting on the bud list. I am putting Orlando Brown and the Bengals offensive line on the bud list. I don't know if you guys remember, Orlando Brown used to play for the Chiefs. Yeah. And then he signed with the Bengals, and Tyler Boyd had this to say right after they signed him. We can play it for you. You know, we have a nice little rival with the Chiefs, and just seeing him come over, you know, it's like, yeah, we, we, we won up Jaws. Okay, well, let's check in on that. Bruce, friends, and pro football focus say Orlando Brown has been the 50th best tackle in football this year and has allowed the second most quarterback pressures thus far this season. Luckily tonight, you're only playing, oh, yeah, the Baltimore Ravens, who all of a sudden have a resurgent at Evian Clowney, a resurgent Kyle Van Noy, and a pass rush that, despite not having A-list names, has been giving you A-list production. And you are in a must-win situation. And for what feels like the fourth straight year of Joe Burrow's career, your offensive line is in flux. But it was not supposed to be because you one-upped your arch-rival Chiefs by taking their left tackle. So, I think the Bengals' offensive line is under a bit of duress tonight. And so, I'm adding them to the bud list. That's a good one. I mean, we, we, their line hasn't been great since Joe Burrow's been there. They've been able to get away with it. But, yeah, the Ravens... Lead the league in sacks, if yeah. I, I believe. So, yeah, it's going to be tough for them. All right, for the anchor leg of the bud list, I'm going to put the Phoenix Suns wow. on. Going to battle. Here's the thing. Last night, heard that we were going to finally see, see the, the big, big three. three. And I've been waiting with bated breath to finally see this team all together. We saw them in the preseason, and there was a lot of hype there on the cover of Sports Illustrated, even though Sports Illustrated is now a digital publication. <laughs> <laughs> you can pretty much call anything the cover. Uh, but we didn't see it. So I went back with Josh and tried to figure out what we have seen, and here's how it's gone so far. Opening night, you had KD, Book, No Beal. Then the next three games, you had KD, No Book, No Beal. Or they had Book the first game. Game five, you had KD, Booker's back, No Beal because of his back. Then the next two was the same as game three. You had KD, you had No Book, you had No Beal. Then the next three, brand new, you had KD, Beal, and No Book. And finally, last night, some optimism. But actually, back to game one, which was, of course, KD, Book, no Beal. So the Suns are five and six, bro. <laughs> I don't know if it's time to worry, but I'm starting to worry that I'm not going to see this big three. 
Well, look, obviously we want to see these three guys. They're, they're not, even though they did what I thought was a good job of surrounding them with what they had to spend, uh, they obviously aren't one of the deeper teams in the league. They're top-heavy. They need all three of them. I will say this, though, since it's all about motivation with the Bud Lift, Yeah. they beat Minnesota, which has been playing like one of the yeah, best well, teams in the league. So, the, even without Bill. So, um, KD, Steph, and LeBron are all playing unbelievable, and they're much younger in their prime. Teammates are not carrying right, their load true. for any of them. Right. Okay. Yeah, so Steph's gone. Well, yeah, well, Steph, yeah. Orlando Brown. I'm just kidding. Uh, that's on my job. Oh, that's right. I just had people to the bar. Talk to Dre by next. <laughs> Welcome back to a hot show. Uh, Draymond suspended five games for going full octagon mode on Rudy Gobert. While Dana White may have loved it, Adam Silver and Joe Dumars did not. Yesterday, the NBA noted that the five-game uh, suspension Draymond got was based in part on, quote, Nick, his history of unsportsmanlike acts. So five games. Yeah. Too few, too many, or just right? Well, this was, you know, I said yesterday that I thought five was where I was standing on it. Mm-hmm. So I'll call it you just right. four, right? right? I, maybe I said four. I, I know before the show we were talking, I said I thought it would be five. But so maybe I, maybe I ended up landing on four. But this is about where I thought it would land to me. This is the minimum. Uh, now, it ends up actually, oddly enough, really only being four because Steph's going to miss tonight and he doesn't want to play in that game anyway, as Rudy <laughs> Gobert told us. But the number of people who think this is too harsh or unfair. Guys, Draymond Green in the last 13 months has punched a guy, stomped on a guy, and choked a guy. And he's going to miss six total games. Two of those three things get you kicked out of a boxing match. He plays professional basketball. <laughs> In fact, all three of them might because the guy he punched is a teammate. So it'd be like punching your cut, man. You and, and so I don't – yeah, for a teammate at the time. <laughs> and I don't think his behavior is going to improve. I think it is going to continue to escalate. And he is just finding that once upon a time we knew how Draymond was going to be dirty. He was going to knee or kick you in the groin. It was his thing. And then he started getting in trouble for that. And now he's gone to different things. And the this was a, I don't want to say premeditated, but it also wasn't so much heat of the moment. Because he had an opportunity to let go at multiple times to the pleading of his coaches. And he wouldn't. And so, I, by the way, it also puts the Warriors in a rough spot mm-hmm. for a that, team that needs true. it. And yeah. so, once again... You, the Steph Curry, when he comes back from his knee injury, is going to be in a position where he has to clean up some of the mess that Draymond caused. Yeah, and in a Western Conference that's so close. Yeah. We talked about this with the Lakers, the Clippers. I mean, every game counts. Some of the teams we thought would be bad. Houston, Hello. they're playing well. So, yeah, it's going to hurt them. Look, I said yesterday two to three I thought it should be. I'm, I'm not going to raise a ruckus over five. That That's no problem. There were some people pushing ten. I thought that was too high, but five is fine. Like you said, the the history that you always have to take into account of the player. You know, I, I got no issues with five, but I, I don't I don't know that I agree that his behavior is going to get worse. It shouldn't. I mean, it, it, like you you mentioned all the things he's done recently. His behavior was bad before that. It arguably cost them a championship in 2016. We know he was dirty at that. Like you said, he was kicking people in the groin and things like that. So I don't but, know that it's going to get worse. Uh, so, and he, he should look in the mirror and because what he wants to do going forward, 
He should. He needs to stop doing stuff like this. All right. So it's going to cost him seven hundred seventy thousand dollars in salary for the suspension. It's the longest suspension for an in-game since act Meadow, right? Since yeah, since Meta World Peace elbowed James Harden. That's kind of like a famous yeah. horrible play. And that was yeah, that was very dangerous. Um, what Meta did. So here's the question. I have seen this floating around. I don't buy it, but I'll fl- I'll throw it on the table. Do you think there's any argument? Like you know what? Ultimate teammate. Clay is kind of the soft-spoken guy. He's not a tough guy, and and he he saw Clay being mixed up in something. Then, then go after Jaden the McDaniels. He did it no, to but Gobert. Rudy, Rudy Gobert I, was holding I, Clay. I, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I get that. But but, but you were saying Jaden McDaniels won through the punch, right? And Jaden McDaniels won't mix it up. This what he hates Gobert. He's made fun of Gobert for crying about the All-Star game. They both sent out that insecurity is loud stuff, and he saw an opportunity. And to the point, I think that's a little much. I mean, it's not like Gobert was standing on, on the sideline watching. No, no, no. He's holding his teammate no, like that. No, I would. No. I'm not saying I would have choked him, but I would have went and tried to no, grab oh, Gobert that's, too. Uh, fair enough. But my, let's just. I'm curious. I don't know your answer here. If what Rudy Gobert was doing to Clay. It was Carl Anthony Towns doing it. You think Draymond does that? Because I don't. I think the I think the chokehold and the hold was him trying to punk a guy he has called soft that he does not like. I well, do look, think that. And I'm not maybe there's like some of that. I, but I think if it was Carl Anthony Towns holding Clay, he still would have done something. I, I, and, and again, I, I don't know if you would. I, I can't answer that. Yeah, sure, the, I, I know he doesn't have the greatest history so, with Gobert, but I, I don't think. He was like, oh, this is my opportunity to get Rudy Gobert. Let me go oh, do it. You okay, it I do. Zero, you thought it was 0% of that? It's a fight. It is a fight. You're going to – and I'm not trying – I'm not buying into the whole ultimate teammate. He's a – I think he's been obviously an inspiration in that locker room. Mm-hmm. He's something they need for that team. But the, I'm not going overboard yeah, with I mean, it. Part but of I don't think he was – like, I just I, – I, look, you're in a – it's a – I understand Frankness. that there's, you know, but, it yeah. wasn't, but at that point it wasn't. It was Clay Thompson was being held by Rudy Gobert. The other Jade McDaniels threw a punch. I mean, at that point you're like, let me get him out of yeah, here. Yeah, I mean this the so part of being a teammate is being available. Part of being a teammate is not doing things to get you suspended for playoff games, suspended here. And I also think I think there is a level right now of something. The reason I said I think it's going to get worse with Draymond is I think it is particularly tough. So the Warriors' big three, the dynasty, mm-hmm. Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Steph is the oldest and still in some ways improving, certainly at the level. Clay and Draymond, who are younger players, have both deteriorated his players significantly in a relatively short period of time. For Clay, it's because of injury, in my opinion. For Draymond, it's because he always had somewhat limited athleticism, so when it goes, it really shows up. I think it is a, I think it is really tough for them in this spot where they, instead of being you know, right alongside with Steph, are right now reasons the Warriors are not succeeding at the level. Mm-hmm. And I think you saw Clay manifest in frustration in a way. He got angry at Jaden McDaniels 90 start. seconds There's into no the game. And then Draymond is flipping out repeatedly. Okay. Warriors have lost four in a row. Yeah. Uh, next game available for Draymond, Sacramento on November 28th. So. Oh, against Sabonis. There you go. Okay. Uh, Ravens on upset alert, maybe. Next, first inch first. Tomorrow, hottest segment in all sports, it's upset alert. There's a picture of me and Brew. And Nick's picks, which is two and one last week. I paid attention. Yeah, two and one. The we're turning around as promised. Also tomorrow, show starts at two. Oh, yes. I should have mentioned all that, that stuff. Yeah. Uh, medals time. Frisky magic.
tied at 94, Paolo. Paolo. My guy. Paolo's making the jump a little bit. Is he your guy? He's one of my guys. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Really? Because I yeah. got chat and he was kind of. Yeah. Okay. Remember I said they I took thought the you right had guy. every. Magic player. No, I should. Okay. You're right. No, you're right. He was going to, but Frisky then he Magic said they weren't frisky anymore because they Bronze didn't take That's right. You Bronze medal, the LeBron. king, 28, 10, and 12, passing Jason Kidd on the all-time triple doubles list. Just one behind the Joker, but you know what I got to tell you? <laughs> I don't think he's going to get him. Uh, and if he does, I think Joker's going to pass him again. Next, Kevin Durant. His old guy's medals. Kevin Durant, 31, 6, and 6 for KD. Uh, once again, shorthanded uh, Suns. But it doesn't matter. And that's a very nice win for them over the that's Timberwolves. And then a gold medal. Dame had a logo shot. 37, 4, and 13. No Giannis, no problem for Dame last night. As the Bucks get a needed win over the Raptors. There's a medal stand from okay. last night in the association. Let's go to football. Bengals in Baltimore tonight. The line is at 3.5. Brew, you got Baltimore going all the way to the Super Bowl. So who you got tonight? You know, I like both of these teams. I believe in both of them, but I'm going with Baltimore. I think I, Cincinnati was banged up on the, over the weekend. Now you're playing on a short rest. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins won't be there. Sam Hubbard won't be there. That'll hurt their run defense. Obviously, Baltimore can run the ball. It's going to be a tough game, obviously. Yeah, AFC North, but to, I got Baltimore. To be fair, now Baltimore's going to be missing Ronnie Stanley and Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey, who would be the primary defender on Jamar Chase. So that works in the Bengals' favor. I, the, I'm not betting tonight's game. If I were, I, I like the plus three and a half, but I think the Ravens win. I think the Ravens mm. win a field goal game. And, a field goal game? Yeah, I don't think. Listen, I close, think the Bengals are good. I just think that at five and Does five, he? they. Yeah. I do. Does. I just think at 5-5, five and five, they've dug themselves too big of a hole with the schedule they have remaining and with the fact that they're not going to have any tiebreakers. If the Bengals win this game, I think they could win the division because the tiebreaker situation flips. Their division record flips. So many things flip. But do you at, think Baltimore could be in danger what, if they lose this game? It's going to be hard for them to miss the playoffs outright if Lamar is healthy. But I think that Baltimore all of a sudden could be staring at the like the sixth seed if they lose this game in a much tougher road. I think it's a wildly important game for both teams. They're both coming off bad losses or tough losses. I think Baltimore wins a close one. They're going to run all over them. Baltimore. It's going to be old school. No, literally run. Oh, okay. But maybe a route. 21 14.